ミステナインスポイヤニようこそ Bridges for Mission Bienvenue nan pon pu mission Welcome to Bridges for Mission Welkom bij Brugge voor Zending. Hey B4M listeners, I am here at Urbana with some people from my small group and we're gonna be chatting a little bit about our experience. So I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. My name is Emily. I attended Urbana because my mom, she had attended Urbana when she was in college and thought it was an amazing opportunity for her kids to get to have that experience. And my name is Deanna, and I came here with my chapter from San Diego. And I thought it'd be a great experience to kind of kickstart my、um, staff internship with InterVarsity. Nice, thanks. Okay, so first question What has stood out to you most about your Urbana experience? Maybe、um, like a story or an event or a session or an experience? Probably the. Choices or the options of seminars and the different topics that they speak on, and how you can choose like what you want to learn about or learn more about, and the opportunity to speak to the speakers, like asking them questions at the end. I also think they're able to connect you with different organizations so you can find something that you're interested in or learn more from people's experiences in fields that you're interested in. What are some of the topics from the seminars that stood out to you? Um, one was by a speaker. Her topic was starting a Bible study with international students, and I thought it was really cool because I know, or at AM, I've seen a lot of international students, mainly Indian, but I know like there are other ethnicities. And hers, like, she had Iranian students, Chinese students, Indian students, and Russian and English speaking students, and she was able to form a Bible study, like, with so many cultures. So I thought that was really cool. It's so hard to pick one experience, but I would say the plenary speakers. And just testimonies that I've heard, and just the worship has probably been the most impactful. Man, nah, there's so many ones, but it's fine. Especially like when you're starting to sing in like a different language, and then all of a sudden, like you can sing in language that you know, it's just like, wow, like I can、uh, worship God in my own tongue. And then、um, just like listening to testimonies and everything, it's just like so cool to know that you're a part of something so huge in God's kingdom and everything. And that there's so many other things going on, and it kind of makes you kind of second. Not second guess, but like you think about your faith in a different way because there's always more to like learn and grow in. And sometimes you're like, yes, I'm doing great with my faith. This is something that I want to pursue, but it's just like sometimes we have such a narrow view of what God has for us, and it's so much bigger. So it's cool to like hear that from other people and their stories and things. And it's like that's the whole reason why I joined, and sometimes I just forget, you know? So it's just a good reminder, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next question. How have you seen God at work in these past couple of days? I feel like God has been showing me not necessarily deeper side, like other sides of Himself, but new ways that He just is so much more meaningful to me than I've ever experienced or like imagined. And so that has helped a lot with 
my particular journey and just saying yes to him even when I have doubts because like the more I'm like he's revealing himself to me and more of his character and everything I'm just like okay yes why wouldn't I you know kind of thing and so I feel like that's something he's doing through me personally with interactions that I have with other people or just like it's very abstract because I'm still trying to pinpoint what it is mainly because like I think we were talking about this in response to knowing what it means to trust God to like give you the courage to do different things is like something that I've been learning and I feel like God's teaching me because I've definitely been in areas where she's like oh God like where are you or I'm just like I take a break from God myself and like our relationship and she's like he doesn't want that you know he like wants something so much more for like me and um, other people so yeah I don't know <laughs> I'm still like kind of like processing yeah. things so I'm like processing out loud but that's generally like the idea. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> yes, I, I guess I have like two maybe. Um, I think he's definitely been challenging me more on what to do like when I get back to campus because I know about the international ministry at my school or a little bit about it because of friends but I haven't really taken a step to actually reach out to any international students which I think he might be calling me to do. But also, I think strengthening my relationship with God, making sure like I'm being poured into or I'm reading his word daily and hearing from him before pouring out into others, definitely. And then also, so I'm studying chemical engineering, but I didn't really choose that because I was passionate about it and I didn't want to switch out of it because I wasn't really passionate about anything else. But through some of the seminars talking about STEM majors and engineering, um, it was really cool to see like how God is still using them in that major and in their jobs and possibly how I can use it to further his kingdom or understand like my role in that. That's great, thank you. So this question is kind of similar to the last one, but slightly different. Do you have like an example of how God has met you in the past like two, three days? Like maybe through a specific worship song or like a conversation or something that a seminar speaker said or something else? <laughs> I can't remember what worship song, but I think it was like late at night, I was kind of like spiraling like with my thoughts and I just thought, okay, I know like God is in control about this moment, like I can't or I don't really see like what he's doing in my life and like where I'm actually going. And I think for some reason I just decided to play a worship song and it just like spoke to me in that moment, like he sees me and he knows where I'm at and like I'm taken care of. I just remember like how I felt during that moment, but not exactly what I was thinking of or what the worship song was about. But, yeah, that's beautiful. I'm like debating between two things. You can share both if you want. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, okay, so the first one was during a prayer meeting for the World Changers cohort, and so we were doing a little bit of. Um, it's kind of like listening imaginative prayer, and so. They kind of led us through time, like, think of a place that you feel, like, the most calm. And so I pictured myself on a surfboard out in the water, and it's like, oh, it's, like, the nicest place I feel like I've ever been. And basically, think of, like, there's something written on your forehead that you're not proud of. And I can't necessarily remember what that was. It was probably, like, sinner or something. And then that was, like, written in red in your forehead or something. 
and then basically you can like look at your reflection in a mirror or something so obviously I looked in the water and like I could see that and then they said to imagine Jesus coming up to you and wiping it off and like writing something else and like what he wrote was my child and basically like what he did was like he scooped up some water in his own hands and like showed me my reflection and like I could see it there I was like whoa this is so cool and then the second one was during listening prayer with uh, at the plenary where you imagine yourself in your room so I imagine myself in my childhood bedroom and you just remember all the like different things that you're not proud of in there or like that you're hiding or something like that and I was like oh darn it and then he says and then Jesus walks in and the first thing I'm just like <laughs> and then he says that he comes in and that you kind of just like picture what he's doing and what I pictured him doing was like walking in and just like kneeling down like in front of me like I'm at my bed and he like takes my hands and he just kind of smiles up at me not really and then like smiling back and then he like said I'm still trying to like pinpoint exactly what he said because I was like I heard it like so well like the first time but it was something like along the same lines of like my child but like keep it up like I'm proud of you but it just like felt like his presence was there it's like I met God and like right there but so I think that those two Beautiful. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Yeah. yeah. So what will you be taking with you out into the world after tonight? Because tonight is the last night. Well, I guess back to like how I feel like he's been challenging me. And on the International Bible Study Seminar, I feel like those topics on how to reach out to internationals was really good. So I'm going to try to apply that going back this semester. As an international student myself, I know that's very needed. So it's great that God's calling you to that. For me, I know right now I'm being called to go on campus and like when I go back, I'm gonna be like helping lead our sophomore and junior Bible studies and like our leadership Bible study. And so I think what I want to take away is a bit more discernment on what makes me love what I'm doing. Because obviously like there are assignments and not that I don't love it. Like I, I love like leading Bible studies and things, but I feel like something just like hasn't clicked yet entirely. And I don't know if that means like there's something more special that God's like gonna reveal to me. and like. There's something like, like, I love about ministry and like there's so many things but like I don't know it's like that one thing. So yeah and I know there's like lots of like discernment spaces at Urbana too so I'm probably gonna like check those out and things. And just even in like the times in like plenary when they're having you like just like sit and like reflect on things. That's helped a lot to just to identify a lot of the fears that are like preventing me from like pursuing things that like God has put on my heart. So yeah. Thank you both so much for sharing and for being open. It's been really great hanging out with you guys every day, and I know I'm going to miss you all. So, um, yeah, thank you, and thank you listeners for listening. <laughs> and until next time, bye! Uh, my name is Katarina, and everybody calls me Kat. Um, I am 19 years old, and I go to university in Northern California. Um, I grew up in a Christian family, but really came to the Lord in high school uh, when I joined Gen Life and um, had a heart for missions and for Gen Z specifically um, since eighth grade when I went on a mission trip to Haiti um, and ended up spending uh, quite a while there and really living in the community and um, being blessed with uh, the opportunity to serve there and um, bring it back here to the States. And so now I lead university at my university and I'm leading here in Urbana. Wow, that's amazing. Um, what has been 
one or two joys or challenges that you've experienced through your time in a run so far? Joys have been overwhelming. There are so many. And I think really for me it's been just being able to see how many people are here rejoicing in the Lord and really finding a community of people, uh, meeting so many different people from different walks of life and to be able to hear and share their stories and share my own um, and um, to just find a greater community of people that want to spend time in prayer with me even if they don't even know me, um, which has been such a breath of fresh air. Challenges have been a plenty. I think obviously in the back of my mind there's always the, um, am I good enough to lead a small group here? I am blessed with the opportunity to be part of the World Changers cohort, but um, leadership, as much as it's always been kind of something I would love to step into, it's always been something that I get a little anxious and nervous about, and I second-guess myself, and um, reminding myself that God's got me, and that the Lord is with me, and um, that He'll anoint my small group when it's going on, um, that just keeping that in the back of my mind. Yes, that is powerful. Okay, how have you seen God at work throughout your life? God is everywhere and omnipresent, and it's beautiful to see people um, just in the hallways praying for each other, like walking up to each other and saying, hey, I feel called to pray for you, can I pray for you? Or little worship circles springing out. Um, last night I walked by like six or seven different groups of people just praising God and worshiping, just in the open with each other. There was massive prayer circles starting and people didn't know each other people just joined and that's a really beautiful thing and it shows that God is just absolutely slashing down any barrier that anybody can think of and bringing people together for his purpose and that's just a beautiful thing yeah there's so many cultures religions languages and yeah. ethnic groups just coming together as equals to worship and praise the same worship team has also done a really awesome job bringing in multicultural elements into our main sessions, um, which has been really cool to see and experience and hear songs and languages that I've never learned or, not, or don't understand. Um, to be able to sit and see thousands of people worshiping together, even if they don't understand the language, is really beautiful. Okay, how do you see yourself moving forward with missions into the future? I see myself really surrendering myself more to God, uh, to, you know, just discipling myself and um, discerning what is on my heart for missions. Um, I mentioned earlier that obviously missions and Gen Z is really on my heart, um, but who knows what the future holds and what God holds for me on my path. Um, I'm finishing off my degree, and then from there, um, it'll be completely up to him what I do. I have a massive heart for um, war-torn countries and countries that people don't necessarily want to go to or travel to, um, countries that may be negatively highlighted on the news for um, not-so-good reasons or um, places in which Christians have either historically or actively been persecuted. Um, just difficult places um, because that is just always been on my heart. So we'll see where God takes me. It's all in His will. Yes, and I pray that it will move forward in your life, even if you have to work for it a little bit. 
I hope that it becomes clear. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Nora, and I um, work with Urban Promise in Wilmington, Delaware. Okay, hi Nora. I'm Nicole from the ELC and I'm going to interview Nora today. Uh, Nora, how have you seen God work in your own life leading you to be here at Urbana today? Yeah, God has been super faithful to me um, and I would say in my time at Urbana I'm reflecting as I'm hearing the call to college-age students to say yes to things. I was that college-age student and I said yes to overseas missions yet um, God actually brought me to stateside missions and I didn't know why and I was confused and I'm actually kind of reflecting and seeing how God is just kind of using those open yeses to lead me there and teach me things and um, his plan for me is much greater than I know so it's something I've been reflecting on. Awesome, thank you. And what would you say to young college kids who are looking to do mission work and they don't really know where to go yet, but they're interested? Well, if you heard my last answer, that's quite the layup. I really do believe it's being open. Um, and I say that with great joy now, but it came with a lot of pain. So. Um, Right now, I'm, yeah, I'm receiving the joy and I have hope for my future because I don't know, you know, I don't know, I've only, when I started at Urban Promise four years ago, I was committed to one year and I'm in my fourth. So I'm always open, but I'm also scared of the future. And when I was um, in college, I also had a lot of fears and I was open and I did things and um, they were so good. So, I mean, for me, that was being a part of crew, was going on summer missions, going to every retreat, sacrificing as much as I could to get everything God had for me. And I did that when I said yes to overseas missions. And when he took that away, it was really painful. And I was disappointed. But so, know that when you do say yes, that it can, it doesn't always mean uh, it'll be joyful right away. Um, but joy does come. Awesome, thank you. Yeah. So, what is your name and how you've seen God at work? I'm Judah, and mostly I've seen God at work in how He's speaking through the leaders amongst us, you know, the different speakers and whatnot at the seminars. I've heard a lot of really neat things that have certainly encouraged me. So, that's been a blessing. Awesome, thank you. Okay, would you mind introducing yourself? Or um, yeah, my name is Jamima Joseph. Um, I am born in Haiti, uh, raised there part-time. Um, and the other time I, I grew up in um, Orlando, Florida. And I am at Urbana, um, based on like um, from my connection from Johnson County at Overland Park, Kansas. Okay, how have you seen God at work in your life during your time at Ebron? Um, I think it's been, um, I've seen him working for me personally um, in the area of discernment and being more um, open to a wide range of work, missions work that is being done um, across the world. Um, it's been, it's been neat because I think I'm used to like 
the hatred, I'm not seeing God at work or being familiar with like seeing the church in Haiti work. Um, and then I see like a lot of churches in America, but the concept of like all nations and of all tongues will confess the name of the name of God has just been more like, oh, in writing and I haven't experienced it as much. I have a lot of international friends, but we've always like come back and meet under English. So it's just neat to see the spirit in worship um, here, but also seeing like the generosity and willingness of the speakers and the attendees to say, like, I am, um, I'm willing to serve, uh, I'm willing to help image bearers. That's amazing. What has been either one or two joys and or challenges you have faced during your time at Urbana? Um, joy has just been the connections with the small group. Um, I identify very closely with the TCK, um, being a third culture kid, just because last year um, I was 26 and it was like split in half and how many years I've been in America and how many years I've been in Haiti. So I really, like if, if I had time to go more in detail, I'm really third culture um, in, a lot of, in a lot of ways. Um, so just trying to decide when I was signing up, am I going to do, am I going to, which Bible study, should I, should I just be general, should I go with international ministry, should I go with black students? Um, and I just ended up going international. And it was really, and I just knew I was going to be out of place. I usually feel out of place everywhere I go. Um, but the first day was really rough and rocky. But um, day two and today was just like, I'm glad I stuck with it because um, people were also coming from different backgrounds that exhibited a lot of like same experience of like struggle, like finding that identity, but also struggling with it simultaneously. Um, and so that was just a joy to experience that with other people that um, were, had lived in Malaysia, that lived in New Jersey, that has gone international because of their family um, background or just because of their immigration status too. So um, I enjoyed that in the Bible study. And there were specific speakers, like there was that Sri Lankan speaker that, yeah. that talked and I just felt like he just really embodied like a lot of the belief systems that I've had from the last um, 12 years, because um, I feel like I've had, a, a, I've had to be much more intentional about my belief system and like the, direct, the trajectory of my, my life after the 2010 earthquake had happened in Haiti. Um, and so him talking about having a very holistic view of reconciliation um, was just really good, um, really good for me. Challenges would probably be, again, like, There'll just be statements that are made here and there from InterVarsity, which isn't which isn't new. It's not just Orbeta, where I'm just like theologically I, I need to work through it and process it and sometimes just in seminars and it's just um, I just have to like I came in saying I need to be open minded and when I disagree with things or I'm I'm challenged, it's not quickly dismiss it or quickly say not to dismiss or judge it, but this is a period of time that God has asked me to discern. Um, to discern it, so that's been a challenge. Yeah, I get it. How do you see God prompting you for ministering or how you want to move forward with missions in the future? How is God prompting that? If he is. 
He is. He is. It's just like, I think, it's like with almost everything. Like, I wake up and I, I'm interested in, in working in Haiti. Um, I think there's, you know, there's a huge mission field that's down there. Um, I just, I feel ill-equipped to work in Haiti right now. Um, but I think that through just the community that I have back in Kansas of people that also are interested in Haiti, my professors that are continually drawing out that passion that I have of work, doing more diplomacy work, um, wanting some more law in order in Haiti. Um, it's just, it's, it's a continuous reminder and I, I like that recently God has been putting people on my path where um, they have a more um, matured view of missions because there's that traditional you go and you, you spread um, the gospel to, um, to people that have not heard it's more a desperate need of it and I Haiti is a rich people group but like kind of like the um, rich like Reverend Richmond said this morning of like 84% of people in Uganda are Christians but then they'll go off and practice witchcraft Haiti struggles yeah. with the same thing um, exactly. so I think there's a huge thing for discipleship and it's just been God has been I, I've had a very cynical view of missions because of like all of my interpreting experience over the years but um Lately, he's just been really working on my heart through materials that have been landed in my lap and just connections that I've had with people just to say, like, missions has a very diverse um, view and it's not limited to just that, that experience that I had. So I love seeing people doing it in a more practical standpoint with economics and business and um, discipleship and um, poverty alleviation methods and healthcare, so all the sustainable things that I love. Um, and seeing that come into action. So yeah, I find the definition of missions is very fluid and it can fit one person's expectations and their definition, but it can also match this person's. Yeah. So whether it's, I've seen the whole spectrum here. There's some who want to do food distributions. There's ones who want to do education, engineering. Missions encompasses all of that. And I find that so amazing. Um, another thing is I feel God lining up things that are affirming my past and affirming that this is part of me. You dropped into one of the seminars that like Haiti is a rough spot in my life, but the repetitive, oh, I meet a Haitian here. I never expected to meet anybody from the island. I an American conference but and yet here we are we're having an interview and I find it so touching yeah I I think that there was one of the cleaners who came up to the booth because they heard there was people in Haiti and there's Dominicans there's people from Puerto Rico Haiti I just find it it's divine intervention to just drop the right people in the right places. I hope you enjoyed listening to all these testimonies by these amazing individuals we met at Urbana. Signing off, these is the Emerging Leaders Discipleship Initiative.
Woo!